Uh, how long gone is here? What up? I'm eating some trail mix. It's Sunday. Um, Jason was somehow able to hit Trader Joe's before we before we came to record. Mm. Yeah, that's a little loud. If you could put that away, that'd be great. I'm gonna put this away right now. Thanks. Get it all done with at the top of the show. Gotta get it done at the top. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's been a great Sunday already. I stayed up extremely late last night watching TV. I stay up till midnight watching TV. That's that's what you say. Extremely late is. I mean to be in to be available to sleep at nine p.m. but stay up till midnight. You know what I mean? It feels late. It was. Were, were you in bed or on the couch? Uh, bed. Yeah, I went to um nude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You a nude watcher? I was having um no, I had I had dinner with Decatur Dan at Shantara. We had to kind of unpack your wedding. You know, have a post mortem. Belly um, full of nigiri and be- sashimi. Belly full of nigiri, and then uh, yeah, and then I went home and I was like, you know what? Actually, you know what? I have a little. I have, I have something to say. You just can't. You couldn't hold your tongue for a second. Well, longer. last night after Shintaro, usually the move is we hit Van Leeuwen on Franklin for a little bad boy ice cream, vegan, of course. I'm sorry. Is this is this gonna? How does this involve me? It doesn't. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. This doesn't involve you. Oh, sorry. I don't. I don't know what. Okay. Yeah, it's called being okay, self-involved. Okay. Two. How long <laughs> gone? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I let Dan zoom off home. I'm sure he's got some important stuff to do. I take myself in a solo shame trip to Van Leeuwen. So after, so Saturday night, after you finish eating your 48 avocado rolls, <laughs> no soy sauce, no ranch, no seasoning. No ranch. You drive, do you guys have ranch here? <laughs> you drive your pasty ass. You're to so white and you ask for ranch at the sushi spot. <laughs> uh, I need vegan ice cream. So you, like guys, you guys don't have everything bagel seasoning for this? That's weird. <laughs> That's okay. I brought my own. Uh, okay. So you're like, okay, now the time to put a pin in this vegan ice cream scoop alone solo mission i need and, to oh, but drive to franklin village a place where parking is notoriously nasty well i double park put my flashes on no like, you didn't double park yeah i always do over there when i get ice cream i double park right in front of the magazine store and keep it pressing well ladies how you know that your man fat than a motherfucker <laughs> Double park when you get an ice cream. Say I don't have the time. No, no, I just don't because I lived at Villa Carlotta. I'm so familiar with that area, the inner workings that, of the village. That I know where to pull my fat ass up and put the flashers on and hop out. So, hop so out the a rapper Jay Z would say, "I'm good on any MLK." Yeah, you're good in any place, quote unquote, a village. Yeah, any village, East Village, <laughs> the West Village, <laughs> Kenneth Village, Franklin Village. All villages, they do know me in the villages. I'm that's my O block. Unless I don't they're need Aboriginal, they don't really fuck with me in those villages. Sure, but you know what sure, I mean. sure, 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 sure. I guess also country marts are the new villages. That's something we can unpack later. Oh wow. I know. I don't I mean sometimes a I go. Country Galaxy Mart Bird. is like a store for the one percent. <laughs> well it's a it's a mall for the one percent. I know, Outdoor but, it, but mall. why reject mall? Because country mart makes it sound a little more folksy and approachable. Yeah. And you get there and you're like, damn, these these G label flared pants are are eight hundred. I get my Mayo Detox fascial yeah. uh, cryotherapy and a bit a bit of a Western village kind yeah. of thing. It's Running this, water might happen. They I don't, don't know. call that they don't call Sportsman's Lodge the Studio City Country Mart. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to pass it and then some somebody up in Calabasas said, nah, no, no, nah, no. not Studio City. We gotta draw the line. I don't work too hard for this shit. <laughs> so I go, I, d- I double park. 
the whip. I put the flashers on. I pass all the nasty people eating at Dirty those car too. eating at those Filthy. gross establishments on that block. Eating a sushi stop? Not no. What's the one next? Where you could turn in your old video games <laughs> and they give you sushi credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the. I got <laughs> how many? How many? Uh, I, I got a question. How many uh, unagi <laughs> rolls can I get for this Battletoads? So this Mario Kart, it still works. Like mm. it still works. Like blow on it, try it. No, the, there's like the nasty place where people get like moz sticks, like birds. Yeah, nasty little place. Ooh. That is that's one of the darkest places in LA. You can't get ahead of birds. You can't get ahead nowhere. No, I, that. I walked by once and saw Tim and his boys there, and I was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing here?" He's like, we like to because they eat nasty shit because they eat food that comes in baskets. No, because they're 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 down bad and they're even willing to settle for improv pussy. That's why. <laughs> Damn, I don't wish that on my worst. It's enemy, a good bro. pussy under of all these jokes. <laughs> she, she's topping you off, and she says yes and. <laughs> I take the maid well off, and there's a little clown <laughs> clown clothes poking up. I'm going, I'm going Sarah Squirm mode. You know, you got the, you got the Mishka tights underneath the maid well. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, damn, Franklin Village is crazy. <laughs> yeah, because you know they they reopen that shit. It's back up, so the the UC beers are are sniffing around. Yeah, they can't back. afford sushi or mozzarella sticks, but they're around there. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I go, okay, I, so you got ice cream, yummy. Well, no, I go to Van Leeuwen, and there's three like they look like fake people, like blonde, blue eyed, like cheery, like dressed. These employees or customers? Customers. And it's Saturday night, so usually I avoid the ice cream shops because they get so busy on oh, the weekend yeah. evenings because door handles all sticky and shit. Disgusting. People don't know how to eat. Nasty. Um, and I I'm waiting behind them in line, and it's three people. And they're all having a good time. They're not drunk. They seem, they look like vaguely religious. You know what I mean? They look like, like. We are across the street from the Scientology building. They didn't look like that, but they looked like, they looked like Hillsongers kind of. Out. We're high on life. Just happy to be here. I'm not going to get drunk at, at La Poubelle yes. because I have a 545 hot hit before sermon begins. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not having, I'm not having sex with the strokes auxiliary drummer tonight <laughs> at La Poubelle. I'm going to journal and have my tea and go I don't to even bed. want any natural wine from the market. So they're in line in front of me and I'm like, while a guy with a mask who takes his mask off to have a sample and puts it back on is paying. So I'm already like, I got to get back to the West side where people don't care about anything. And the, all three of these people got three samples each okay and i was boom, boom visibly boom. <laughs> i was visibly upset like i almost started huffing and puffing because i was like guys come on and it's also like they weren't even getting crazy exotics they, <laughs> they were like "Ooh, strawberry what's that like? yeah literally it's like <laughs> strawberry shortcake it's like bitch it tastes like strawberry shortcake you know what that tastes like damn i can just see i would i would Pull out my my left fingernail to see the the security cam footage of you <laughs> with your hands behind your back, pacing in a circle. Dude, I just was just wanting to pull the red card out, sir. I, yeah, I was, but I, I then I I because I think we've talked about this before, but I want to talk to some ice cream insiders about what would happen. Jenny listens if we kind of banded together with our family from Salt and Straw and Jenny and Van Leeuwen. And the dawns from all the five families. Yeah, we meet up in a back room at a back room dairy facility, mm -hmm. and we kind of sit down, we break bread, and we say, "What will happen to the industry if we ban sampling? What would happen? 
would people actually leave the ice cream shop without getting this is a our cone? writer's strike exactly yeah yeah exactly would i scab for ice cream yes i would but that's not the point so so what, what i'm saying is do you think that sampling is- actually leads to more sales or does it actually lead to profit loss it, it doesn't lead to more sales because you're in there you're pot you're committed already in there. you're gonna get a scoop whatever it is even if you're not allowed to have a sample so it is what I, I think maybe I mean I like that idea I think it's cool I think sampling is kind of dumb it's like you go in there's 20 flavors you pick one sometimes sometimes you win sometimes you lose and yeah you, that's you, the you fun of the day you 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 make that mistake, you get bopped in the nose. I'm never going to get that black cherry swirl again because <laughs> it was hitting mids. But I think it's a bridge too far. It's, people are going to be up in arms. It's too crazy of a, of a switch, so I have a solution. I have a solution too, but you first. There's certain only exotics are allowed to be sampled. Oh, okay. All the, all the daily driver standard flavors, your chocolates, your vanillas. You know, you here's that. peach flavor. Guess what, ho? Tastes like peach. Yeah, yeah, okay. Move your ass on. So but with, where, if it's like, here's the the peanut brittle salted coffee, um, lingonberry, you know, whatever shit, where you're like, what? what's yeah, that like? Yeah. That's a fair question to want to know. What that I have like. a better solution. Children under eight only. One each, no adults. Oh, because I do think children should allow to have the, have the joy of ice cream because it's something that is so fun. Their, their cognitive pineal glands yes. and their brain cavities are not fully developed. I don't want to stunt, make a, I don't want to stunt palate development in children. Sure, and I think that that would be a bridge too far. But uh, grown adults. You don't need to sample. You have a brain. You read the fucking menu. You order what you want. You eat it. There's no. There's no sampling. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Part of the fun is I try. I tried something that was a little out of my zone. It either slapped or it did not slap. And that's the that's the price we pay. Yeah. And those are those lessons that you never forget. It's true. I'll never have a lingonberry again. You you squirt some shit on top of there that you shouldn't have done. You shouldn't have done. You know when you go to like the healthy spots and they're like. Here's the un, the unsweetened coconut flakes, or like yeah. the, the dried mulberries, or like the the goji berries. You're like, you you eat one scoop of that vanilla covered in goji berries. <laughs> On like, your deathbed, you'll like, be like the it's, gojis. It's like watching my mom and dad get like, yeah, I guess I'll try cacao nibs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I just, shouldn't have done that. So this tastes like dirt, sweetheart. <laughs> and then you take the L, you go home. Next time you go it's to fine. Van Loo and you, yeah, yeah, okay. It's fine, but this, it really, it didn't ruin my ice cream experience, but it, it, it as we get deeper into summer ice cream season, I just want to put out there all of, all of my frontline ice cream workers. Let's refuse samples to adults. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do it. Let's cut it out. No scabs either. Yeah. If you, if you cross the line with that, t- if the tiny spoon with the cross, <laughs> the, the red cross, the no ma'am logo with the tiny spoon. The on best there. part about it is the samples at, at Van Leeuwen now come with like a, it's, it's a little metal spoon because it's sustainable. I mean, that's what everyone does now. And you know that someone's job at the end of the night, it's Friday. They're about to go on a date or hang out. Their friends are so excited. Oh, you forgot to wash the 7,000 tiny espresso uh, spoons. Uh. I'll you know I'll close up guys. I'll see you in a couple yeah, hours. I smell, Nightmare. I smell like waffle cone already. I'm trying to get laid, but now you want me to stand here. That and feels scrub? like something. We don't need bamboo straws, paper straws. We can do a paper spoon though. The things in your mouth or for even a like, half a second, or even done. like the old school gelato. You know what I mean? Like the little gelato ones that are yeah, like nothing. little cardboard kind yeah, of. Yeah, like we don't need like. Yeah, Jenny, if you're listening, 
ban the metal spoons. Let's. I, I think we need to revolutionize the industry because they're they're melt kind of those things down and turn them into handcuffs because you're arrested <laughs> for sampling. Um, I was oh. I was just thinking earlier because we just we just passed Father's Day. That's true. And I and I I've gone through three stages of Father's Day in my life where like when I was a kid it was embarrassing during Father's Day yeah. because I grew up famously <laughs> sans papa. <laughs> And I, so every year, I'm like, oh, what'd you do for Father's Day? I'm like, nothing. I Why took not? my mom to dinner because she actually fucking raised me. How about that? How about that? We need to think about the mothers on Father's Day, the single mothers. Because my biological didn't bother. <laughs> and then when I became an adult, I was like, oh, swag. I, one less family holiday yeah, out of the year. One bullshit thing I got to do. Oh, have fun on Father's Day, y'all. I'm yeah. going to be here posted one up. One less Uber I have to take to Orange County. Slapping my salami or whatever it is I want to do. Watching golf on TV like a real dad. But now that I'm married, I now have a father again. So now I'm I'm experiencing having, or, uh, having to experience Father's Day for the first time in luckily, my entire life. Luckily, once I hit once I hit the age where yeah. I should be the one who gets the day off to celebrate Father's Day, mm. I should be the daddy. I'm the daddy age, but I am now the son. I'm a one year old baby son. OG seems pretty mellow. Oh, he's mellow. So I feel like he's not looking for high end gifts or even like some sort of handcrafted pastry or cake. Mm -hmm. He sounds like he seems like he kind of wants to be like a classic dad left alone. Classic dad, yeah. Leave me alone. I want a day to play my guitar in silence. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if we finally fight for it one day and we can just say like I'll just take the the cash equivalent of whatever the the lunch <laughs> the lunch and like driving range was going to be or whatever the classic car show admission <laughs> ticket price. Just Venmo me the forty-seven eighty-one that you were going to spend on me today. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing. You do yours. I'm gonna do my thing. I think that there probably are fathers that want many fathers that want to do that. Simp ass fathers. But I think get a life. But I think that their wives are the ones forcing the Father's Day agenda. Right, right. You know, right, I think yeah. the, the kids obviously don't care. Like no. Luckily, it's, a, my, it's a burden when that comes around. I called year. my dad. We had a nice 15-minute chat. He was at the beach. We're keeping moving. He was at the beach. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Because it's like my dad. What is my dad? My dad doesn't want a present. He's like, present? For what? What's your goofy ass going to get me? Yeah. A what book? You, what are you going to get me? Some shit I ain't going to wear? Like, yeah. What are you going to buy me another presidential presidential memoir? You going to get me another pair of those Rick trousers? I was, uh, well, I I wanted to talk about something that we've been agreeing on a lot lately okay okay um and i want to give this person a shout out because he's he's somebody that jason has brought jason and i together a little bit and his name is dakota hey there overwhelmed foodies are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same fear not because amidst the chaos there's one shining star worth your culinary affection home chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, Speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs. 
so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also <laughs> economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin hair is a reflection of your health uh oh and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks feels and most importantly grows neutrophils whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker stronger hair go ahead give it a tug neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker stronger faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's neutrafol.com promo code how long. <laughs> oh, okay. And I think we were talking about yesterday. I don't know if you guys follow this guy, but his name is Dakota Wright. And he's a um, southern sissy mm-hmm. <laughs> who um, lives in North Carolina. And him and his his husband... They go. Are they to, married? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. They're married. Congratulations to Dakota and his his husband. They they go to regular restaurants and kind of review the meal and talk about what they had mm-hmm. in I would say the most fun and refreshing way I've seen in in eons. Mm-hmm. So this he, is finally food content you can get your head around. So it's two Southern gay guys at like Ruby Tuesdays. And they're Cracker Barrel, yeah, Carl's Jr. and like Sonic, and they order and they break break it down. But he's got a catchphrase that I believe started as something he was probably embarrassed about because he didn't know how to speak the the Queen's English quite as well as he should have. And he says for to drink, and then he says what he's having to drink instead so it's, of instead of saying and to drink. Yes, yeah, for to drink. So for to drink has kind of become his catchphrase. He has merch, of course, but. It added a little Appalachian flavor it did, to know, the note to the little appy, English. the different app, <laughs> and <laughs> he, the different AAPI, Appalachian, yeah, yeah. Appalachian. Okay, so he, but him and the and the husband are in LA, and I was really hoping for a run in and maybe because if I saw, I would have been starstruck. I would have like gone up and got the selfie. Because these guys are really... He only has 100,000 followers, so I think it's still... You see his little... Twerking his little bussy at Chick-fil-A on (laughs) Sunset? You're you're about to pull over. I'm I'm wrecking the car. (laughs) Speaking about double parking. Okay. uh, So, but they went to Erwan, and he brought one of his his larger homies with him. So, it's like him. The husband must have been back at the hotel, but he brought one of his kind of plus-size homies with him to Erwan. 
Make me look skinnier, y'all. And they these two at Erewhon are like they do the whole thing, and then in the in the in the the body of the the post, he's basically like, "Bro, this shit is mid. I shop at Food Lion, and it's better than this." <laughs> of course, was, of course. And I was like, "Man, the fact that this guy, who in theory is the perfect Haley Bieber smoothie, like." Oh my God, y'all. I had the Haley Bieber smoothie. It was fucking delicious. Instead, he's like, bro, this gay shit is mid. Like, I'm going back to North Carolina and buy my shit in bulk. You know, that's the that's the classic argument of, you know, is is the is the child's palate or the undeveloped like is there such a thing as having the burden of a a, a palate that's too advanced to where you have like, you know, the cacao nib that's been yeah. harvested from the Amazonian rainforest, chocolate in its most pure rare unadulterated form only fit for gods or a snickers bar <laughs> and you give it to any person most of the time they're gonna be like snickers is better snickers rocks. unless there's those weird kind of you know crazy you know the type of person who's in that submarine <laughs> who unfortunately <laughs> got squishied he's gonna be like oh well i mean the flavors of the cacao are much more i mean complex. The complexity. after spending time in chile yeah exactly, I've, I've noticed, exactly. You know, like, i've actually looked into the way these are harvested and it's it's really impressive but, but it's also the same as like strawberry fanta and like the the uh, uh seven thousand dollar bottle of red wine yeah. from from 1993 or whatever and you give them give little kids or a teenager or just a hill person in general and they're gonna be like i like that strawberry my, soda fa pop. my favorite good. is when people when the health food stores well first of all ketchup Healthy ketchup is awful every time. Well, don't come for Primal Kitchen. Those guys know what's up. T terrible ketchup. I'll be I'll be eating that until Whole Foods stops letting me steal it. But it's and too then expensive. the the soda, like the 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 three sixty five brand cola, uh -huh. you know, and like the healthy like Blue Sky cola, right? And it's just like For certain things like guys soda and ketchup. Yeah. Those are the two that you just cannot make healthy. Like I went mm. to M cafe, mm. my favorite restaurant in LA. Yeah. And I had, I did let allow myself some sweet potato fries and I'll they bring all the, the way off. They bring the ketchup. I'm like, why does this look like a beat? Like I don't want that. I want mm -hmm. Heinz 57. I want to hit the 57 on the fucking neck. Get a dollop of that. You got to bring it yourself to a place like yeah. that. But for some reason, I don't mind it when I'm at M Cafe because you're kind of buying the ticket and taking the yeah, ride. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I don't like it when the place is like, we do our own house-made oh, Chipotle ketchup kind of thing. and like Nightmare. We take regular ketchup and we just kind of ruin it for a while <laughs> until it's not as good. But it's ours and it's, it's different. It's really it's cool. Unique. We have our own proprietary ketchup that we like make sure is worse than the other versions. We take perfect cocaine <laughs> and we just sort of step on it in our own little way. So do you, are you familiar with Carl? Carpet cleaner. We likes to kind of mix it with that. Oh, no, it doesn't make it better. I it's like, worse though. So I just wanted to give a shout out to my dog Dakota at Dakota Wright W I G H. Give him a follow if you're not familiar. He's he's one From of the, one southern sissy to another. Yeah, speak the same that's language. that's the thing is that when I see Dakota and his husband, I'm like, you know, if I if I made a few different decisions, this could be me. I want to know how they eat this level of of slop and GMO and calories and fat mm -hmm. and cholesterol. How do they do all that and remain pretty darn trim? In Dakota's case, I think it's I think it's a twink blessing. Where I think sometimes he's got the twink gene. I think he's got the twink gene. Do you His, think he hosts or teaches a spin class, or do you think he attends one feverishly? I think well, the the husband is like kind of buffer. And he we can say that part of his hauls from Target are his protein powders, his creatines. So he's taking it. He's getting pumped like he wants to be big. 
Okay. Well, we need to do more cutting than bulking. <laughs> well, I think in those relationships, that's actually not the case. Oh. Because they like each other's flavor. I like a fat motherfucker. No, he's not, he's like pretty jack. He's honestly pretty jack. Okay. Nice. Okay. He's got some shoulders. I'll on take him. a second look under the hood. Don't worry when you when you're wearing barely there Under Armour tank tops. You know it's pretty easy to see the shoulder going boulder mode. <laughs> <laughs> Shows it all, y'all. Um, we should we can we talk about travel? I mean, yeah, we can talk about. It. There's another. So there's a great travel article. The tide's turning in town and country. Um, written by the the guy who actually wrote. Uh, uh, what's the movie? Um, call me by your name. Call me by your name. That was in town and country that was like about as good as it gets in my like the case for it. It summed up a lot of my thoughts yeah. and arguments that I was sort of, you know, approaching on a third to five, fourth grade level in terms of, you know, like we all sort of have thoughts and theories in our heads about certain things, but it's really hard to eloquently lay it all out in a written form. He took the, to get he, your point he, took across. the he took the how long gone travel take and made it. Um, yeah, we we birthed the idea. We did the unthinkable. And I don't he was like able to take to credit it. for things. I really don't. Hating travel, though, this is something that we have been preaching mm -hmm. for al almost since the inception of the show. He's he's a master ceramicist on the wheel. He's shaping that clay, but without the clay, aka us, he's got nothing. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What's You're... he doing? Raver hand moves? Yeah. <laughs> there's no clay there. Yeah, there's there's not even. <laughs> there's, I'm the clay bitch. There's no clay. There's no glow stick. So yeah, and then this morning. A, a New Yorker story um, is making the rounds that takes a similar idea, but is like the, the I would say the uh, tone is a bit more obnoxious than the town and country story. It is the town and country was sort of saying like I respect your needs and your wants for travel, but I have a different method, and here's me trying my best to explain my side of how my you know, unique brain works in a situation, and this one is more making a, a broader case against like you're kind of a loser if you need to go traveling and but, you're going to go look at the Mona Lisa for 15 seconds and then. But some of take the, a yeah, I mean, I like some of the quotes are pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that the like, I just don't, yeah, to explore it, let's start with what we mean by travel. Socrates went abroad when he was called to fight in the Peloponnesian War. Even so, he was no traveler. That's David Chosen that the group chat was talking about. It. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know what? Like, also back then, to be fair, travel was probably a bitch. Oh, dude, if you got to go, they don't horse even have carriage, the Porsche to go from the one, <laughs> the one at your layover in Dallas. Can you imagine? Can you, <laughs> you don't even get the Cayenne to go to the game. So you're saying like, there's no Alfred in this terminal? Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I think that it is interesting to see the tides turning, and this is something we talk about a lot in in the group chat. And Cho actually, Cho enlightened. I think one of his things is. And he's right, I think, is that like what people are reacting to is not maybe actually traveling and what it does to them, but it's what how other people share it and how we see it and digest it. Yeah. And why that makes someone like me so mad. And I can't just be like, I can go enjoy it. And I do think that's a obviously a larger thing to unpack. Yeah, that but, is a huge part and of it. I think it. he's right. I don't I don't hate travel. I hate what travel has done to you people. Yeah. I hate the reason why you now travel versus the reason well, why we I used think to travel, it, which I may have been more pure. What it is is that when I'm doing it, then I'm one of those people. 
in my mind, whether I'm participating you, in the you, same you way. You cross the picket line yeah. and you are you're entering a world of hypocrisy once yeah. you buy that plane ticket. L- like I'm doing the same thing. Like I'm posting Instagram stories. It'd be like if we joined Patreon. Exactly. All of a sudden. <laughs> exactly. I'm living a lie. Yeah. We've lost all our integrity. Yeah. And that's the problem. I think it is. It makes me feel bad when it's like, bro, you're doing like it's fine. Like you're just doing something. Yeah. It's the, the, not the unfortunate part is it's not that fun. Uh, to to just say like oh well social media ruined travel yeah but it's also like that really does sum it up like totally before social up. media existed travel was a beautiful thing and even if you resist all the urges to be a social media traveler and you truly just like I'm gonna go live in the rainforest for three months and never take a picture and never talk about it like the amount of people that do that. Or yeah, zero point zero zero five percent of our population. Send me your list, and babe, can you take a picture? Culture, Mm. and those two things combined. But but it's a it's an easy and cheap argument. But it's also sound. Is the problem? It's it's, it kind of is the widowmaker. It just kills the whole thing. Like yeah, like it's on depending on you know how it's a big spectrum of like how insane you are. That's why that's why this woman went in the New Yorkers is talking about Socrates to justify her argument <laughs> yeah. because you're right. There, It's not fun to be like social media ruined it, bro. Right. Cause we say that about, I don't know, everything. It's, it's like a, it's a classic boomer take, but sometimes the boomer take is, it, it's the correct one. It sums it all but I up. I like that these, I like that these stories are making people enraged and also coming out in prime travel season, you know, <laughs> cause we're all thinking about it and it really is like, there was a t- like even when we were at at your wedding, I felt I was just like, "What? How is every person I know like summer just started? It's the first week. <laughs> it's the first week. Yeah, you know, not even. I mean, technically, whatever, but like the first week of June. That's first yeah, week of summer. Summer started three days ago. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, and like I I think that the, I think it is the, I think that people. It's the lie that people tell themselves of like I prioritize this for my mental health. And because it's enriching and it's mm-hmm. like, bitch, you prioritize this because you want to get the flick on the cliff side before you jump off and at the restaurant <laughs> your friends told you about and at the fucking, at, you know, that. But I, but I think that's not, that's the cheaper argument because that, that, that is a big part of it, but that's not the only part of it. And I'm not as pessimistic as you. I really do think that many people do have these real desires and these needs to have wanderlust and to get out there and explore and sniff and smell and experience everything. Yeah, I think van life people do. I don't <laughs> think rich chicks we know that work in fashion do. Van life people <clears throat> might be worse because they're documenting this shit more than everyone. They're fucking live streaming uh, on the I-93 South. Yeah, but I, I fuck with them because they committed to it. They're like, you know what? Yeah. Like, this shit might be corny to you, but like... I really do wash my balls in the sink. <laughs> yeah, I have a camp sink. Like, that's <laughs> how I'm living, bro. Well, the the thing that I was trying to take from it or like the 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 overarching mm-hmm. you know like it's like yes this is true but like now what or like what can we learn from it or like how do we take this information and move forward and like the the two things came to mind the on the negative side I don't want people to I mean it, it feels like just a huge reaction of people who can't afford to go traveling who are just mad and upset that like they see all these people living you know every every summer you see like oh now here's the month where we all figure out how these people could afford to go 
yeah, to X Y Z. Noxious argument of like every Thanksgiving you go to your parents' house and I fucking right, right, know right. now what you're doing. I know you. Uh, how did your broke ass go to Mykonos for a month, or why are you in Ibiza right now, or whatever? You know, that first kind of, of all, stuff. it's called sex work, and <laughs> I don't, I don't, I personally don't have a problem with that. I think it's sick, but so so there's that part where it's like. Uh, a rebellion or a mutiny against it saying like hey this sucks and i stay at home all day and play video games and i want to feel cool and okay for never and also as as patriotism seems to be growing in different sects in america or any other country part of that a, a big theme of all the people i know who are like kind of leaning conservative right wing patriot uh, etc are like they don't they don't want to travel especially internationally the thought of them getting on a plane or going to another country to, i ain't going to croatia i got a lake in my backyard uh-huh. what do i need to do all that i got beer is I got cold <laughs> rights are mine but i know i mean i know people growing up in orange county who are like yeah i don't want to go travel like that's scary I, like i like my own little bubble totally. and my costco and all that shit um so i i don't want there to be a huge resistance against traveling because the best part about that is having compassion for other people all over the world and if we all hang out with each other and we'll we won't want to we won't want to kill each other as much but the other thing that was interesting was these people who um are non-travelers or these people Mm -hmm. who are speaking up and saying yes the resistance the resistance they kind of have this scarlet letter in the same way that people who resist having kids in adult situations or people that choose uh you know not to believe in a higher power or be religious like those are people where it's like you're off the wagon and you're on the wagon and it's like we're all doing this thing we're all having kids and we're traveling and we're going to church and we're believing in god and we're not questioning anything because this is just the way to do it and it's safe and normal and it's traditional and it's the way things have been doing it and then there's the other group of people who are like well, let's use the scientific method method let's ask some questions let's maybe say like hey i don't want to have kids or i don't yeah. want to believe in god or i don't want to go to sicily <laughs> I mean, I don't want to do any of it, but the <laughs> well, that's the other story that was that that I saw this week that got me. Well, I, I have one more point. <laughs> oh, on it. please. Um, I think um, I, uh, the last thing I was getting was the similarities when when like BLM happened and a lot of people were forced to reckon with the fact that they may, may be more racist than they thought they were, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest. That's when a lot of people became more radicalized or angry or fearful because it was it's easier to put on a maga hat or to you know what do any of that stuff than to, to deal with sit the, down and admit to themselves yeah. that they may actually be a racist and or or whatever it is and they ha- it's it's hard to admit that they've been uh incorrectly identifying as a type of person and that's like a huge awakening and reckoning that a lot of people don't want to have and i think a lot of people who identify as travelers it's their lifeblood and their life force and oh, totally. everything that they believe in. And I need experiences more than products and blah, blah, blah. They, they will never be able to reckon with the fact that maybe they don't like it. I mean, it's absolutely. I and mean, that's why a, people get angry when they read that article. Yeah. Because no, it's like, what, no, this, this can't be. Yeah. This it just can't, cannot yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? I th- yeah I think you're right I also think it's just like it's a class and also non-travelers have been letting travelers cook for centuries it's a good point it's there it, there it's only I don't fair know if, to let I don't us think cook. it's I think in the in the world that we operate in especially online I don't think it's a money thing at all 
I, I think it's like a, I want to uh, show a certain lifestyle mm -hmm. and this is a big part of that. And if I didn't do this, I don't know how I would communicate what I want to communicate <laughs> yes. because it's like, I, I, I like we all buy that. You know, it's, it's like, it's just, who do you, who do you want to impress? I can only buy so much stuff. I mm -hmm. can only go to so many restaurants in my, in New York or in whatever. So yeah. I think that it becomes this thing where it's like, well, I have to go to the, you know, these far flung locales and have these experiences. It's the same reason people go on the circuit of fucking art, Basel fashion week. It's yeah. the same thing. Like mm -hmm. if I'm not there, do I exist? If yeah. I don't go to Italy, if I don't go to Croatia, if I don't go to do, Japan, do I pull out the Polaroid in my back pocket and I'm starting to go invisible? Yeah, like do I do I exist if mm -hmm. I don't do this stuff? If you're a certain kind of person, and I think that it is like I don't think people. Yeah, I just don't think the world we live in is like. Well, I, I I'm mad they can afford it. A brand paid for them. I don't think that. Mm -hmm. I think that exists for sure. But I remember. I remember even when I was younger and people like, like, were in college and were like, yeah. We're going to Asia for three months. And I'm like, mm -hmm. for what? Like, get a fucking job. Like, what? You're going to go ride on a tube and drink beer, like, and live in huts? Like, for, because you're not going to experience, you're going because, like, you're going to party and it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's not, don't act like it's about experiencing other cultures. And I need to have a photo on my LinkedIn of me riding an elephant yeah. in a pond. Yeah. It's, it's just, that's not what it is. I, I just don't think. But yeah, the other thing that we talked about this week was the, there was another story. In the cut and it was a woman basically saying like be nice to me when my kids are misbehaving <laughs> because you don't know what we're going through <laughs> and it's just like it's kind of unbelievable to me first of all how the fuck am i supposed to know what you're going through mm -hmm. like i don't that doesn't matter that's not my problem if, if you're going through something that's really really traumatic you shouldn't be hanging out in public that's also also like excuse yourself we're all going through it bitch like everybody's going through like i don't i don't that's like that's kind of baseline like you don't know what people are dealing with you know mm -hmm. and then they're a school shooter but that you know that's <laughs> but i just was okay. it's this whole thing and it's like we need to have compassion COVID has ruined us and we don't know how to have compassion for other people and i think we need to get back to the point of like i don't care about you i don't care about this this is making everyone's life hell. I would never say something to, I would never do that actually. Like mm -hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm not, that's like over the line. I would never say something to someone about their kids. I would never talk to a child. Mm -hmm. That's like insane to do. But you gotta understand that if your child is screaming for an hour in a fucking restaurant, somebody might feel compelled to say something. Yeah. Right or wrong, you have to understand they could. They, like, they, hey, I've had a really tough week. I've been all I've been wanting to do is come to my favorite restaurant, yeah. and have a glass of wine, and have my my favorite chicken paillard with my husband, and just have, yeah. relax after a long week. And I don't need your kid tugging on the back of my hat yeah. for an hour and a half in a it's booth. It's just both. You have to understand that the 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 street goes two ways. But it's the same thing. This is what I said on Twitter, and it was like I, I'm just. It's so true. It's like. Every single thing is a fucking nightmare. You walk down the street in New York and there's 10 guys with fucking JBL speakers on their fucking fixed gear blasting fucking, you know, 03 Greedo while I'm trying to cross the fucking street. Like, put mm -hmm. on headphones, you idiot. Yeah. You walk anywhere, everyone from someone your mom's age to a fucking teenager is on FaceTime with no fucking headphones on. Yeah. It's like we're bombarded by annoyances in every facet of our lives now in a way that we never were before. And so people are going to be fucking annoyed. How long gone 
is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. Korea World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard, the New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late-night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland, who are putting modern spins on korean classics recipes include giant short ribs whole fried smash rockfish and pineapple kimchi fried rice i'm sad i didn't get to name the foods and you did <laughs> korea world is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food available wherever books are sold yeah you get on any train in any city in the world and there's going to be one guy watching tiktoks on full volume <laughs> just the worst shit and I think that um, people need to be embarrassed and shamed more. And this is, you know, this is all boomer talks, but like it's people need to discipline their children. People need to feel embarrassed that their children is acting badly because it's a bad reflection on the parent. And if you're not doing something to stop them to correct, if you're not embarrassed by your kids fucking crayoning on the walls and doing jumping jacks in the booth at a restaurant or whatever other shit. Every, I mean, this happened when we were in uh, in Lake Como. There was all these families and, oh, and rich no. people and everything. And there was a table full of Americans, and there was they had three little kids, and they're screaming and crying, and iPads and all this shit. And every single table in the entire restaurant is staring at them, just like, what Figure the it out. what the fuck is wrong with you people? I spent two grand a day to sp- stay at this perfect paradise hotel. I'm drinking champagne and eating fucking oysters and all this shit. Like, for the love of God. Make your children stop screaming Figure or else take them to another place. It's, I, I don't, I just don't. This goes back to normalized. Like, I think it's time to fight. It's white people. Like, too. All right, da- all right white dad. people are, need to 
punish their kids. All more. right, dad, you don't like what I had to say? Like, let's let's take it outside. <laughs> Fuck it, bitch. Like, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> like, you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. You can't get fucking Jimmy to shut the fuck up while I'm trying to have an acai bowl. It's time to we got to go. I guess. Yeah, like we went out to lunch yesterday at Houston's um, with with Davide. What and what was our new friend there? Bobby? Bobby Rothschild. Uh, what's, yeah, his business is Rothschilds, and he gets. He sounds like he's a guy who procures. I mean, he drove to lunch in a fucking Ferrari. Ferrari. So he he procures cars uh, and builds cars and motorcycles and too, motorcycles. I think. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting to talk about. Actually, great guy. Check it out, Roth, Lo- Rothschild. Rothschild. I'm sure there's going to be a, a, a few grease monkey gearheads yeah. listening who are like, "What the hell are you guys?" Build? Very good looking guy too. I, I wouldn't. I'd let him polish my knob if yeah. you know what I'm saying. Great guy. A lot of stories that we can't repeat on this pod, <laughs> but um. But we're at a nice restaurant on a Sunday, and there's families and there's kids, people coming from church, people behaving themselves. I walk in. They said, hey, we kindly asked that the gentlemen remove their, their baseball caps before dining. I said, great. Caps coming off. And you know that if a kid is acting bad in there, someone who works there is going to go to the mom or the dad or to the non-binary parent with an X in there somewhere and say, like, hey, guys, just to let you know. Our restaurant doesn't play like this. Yeah. If your kid keeps fucking bullshitting in our restaurant and bugging everyone else, we're going to have to ask you to Pe- leave. People just don't like. And that's it. People just don't like to be told. We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. They're just people just don't like to be told that they're doing something wrong. Nobody does. It's, that's it, not my problem. You know, there's a there's there's at, there's at a be embarrassed at one of the gyms I go to. You know, there's like this one trainer who like if you don't put a weight back is like, hey. <laughs> and it's so funny because people are like ah, and it's just like sh- yes that's annoying to do uh-huh. but also it's kind of funny because it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. but people kind of like like want to fight or like are embarrassed it's like this confusing thing it's are like, you challenging my intelligence yeah yeah and it's like no dude it's just like put the fucking plates back <laughs> like it's not that serious you grew I up mean, in a barn I, yeah it's like i i think that we've all been like i, I remember long years and years ago when i first started traveling i had these sennheiser over-ear headphones okay but they were like okay they're like studio headphones so you could like hear they like ha- they were like breathable okay. do you know what i'm oh, saying yeah, 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 so yeah. you could hear it and i'd be on it the was pl- not noise canceling no I'm, I'm on the plane you know blasting you know fallout boys full a do or something let's say closing the goddamn door <laughs> yeah, exactly no. and somebody was like somebody tapped me on the shoulder I was like bro what the fuck i can just hear, <laughs> i can just hear you know my, i'm in i'm in the i'm on the air tran flight from fucking atlanta to new york and i was like damn i'm sorry i can hear every china hat hit. Exactly, exactly but the, the thing is at first i'm like what and then i'm like Oh, I have to get rid of these. I literally got rid of them. I just got new headphones. I was like, See? oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. You like, experienced shame and embarrassment for being a, a too loud person in public who yeah. doesn't have manners, who was raised incorrectly, and then boom, you fix the been, problem and you're never going to do that again. I've been told for years. I, I have been scolded in my life for speaking too loudly because my voice naturally booms. Mm-hmm. And that is something I think I've learned to correct over the years. Yeah. Like in in settings, I'm like I'm I understand that like I need to be aware of it. You're able to start controlling the volume of your voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, ha- I have a similar thing with my with my height. I was not aware of how much oh. space I took up when I was growing up. Not emotionally, physically. I mean, 
that's that's in the Patreon. <laughs> how episode. much time do you have? How much emotional time do I take up space? I don't know. How many IKEAs do you have? But I would I would like move my body around and my arms, you know, my elbows would yeah. knock people in the head, and I'd knock a lamp over and and a glass, and like I would sit in places that I didn't fit in, and in all those things, and it, it takes a long time of learning how to know what how you take up space in the world physically emotionally audio visually all those things but you should be trying to learn and get better to be a better part of society instead of being like we, yeah. fuck you i'm knocked whatever we all over just, i want i we all talk just, as loud as i want we all just hate each other and that's the bottom line and you just got to figure out how to make it through life without getting duffed out that's what it is man mm-hmm. this, this brings me back to the time where the guy when i was walking from sight glass outside during covid and i coughed mm-hmm. and the guy like tried to fight me <laughs> and i was like bro we're out i'm like what like i didn't i instantly got mad because i was like why is this guy because my thing is when i get in public altercations to be like why are you talking to me mm-hmm. don't speak don't talk to me and then some this then better I say, be good buddy yeah like don't why are you talking like you don't want to do this you know I didn't, I didn't sneeze on your chicken santa fe wrap <laughs> exactly it's just it was so crazy and i was like damn but i do think there's something to be said about people like i i just don't think anybody cares about anyone but themselves and that part is really tough for a lot of society to digest i hope you're happy fox news that like it's literally like i don't i don't care like, what, I, how do you feel when when you're at home and somebody rings your doorbell or knocks on your door do you feel the same way of like why are you trying to talk to me yeah okay yeah i kind of do the same as well it's just like what do you like whatever i'm doing inside this house is much more important than whatever you have to do unless it's giving me a cool influencer item <laughs> shout out to oris they make great <laughs> smelling soaps. unless unless you're dropping off uh something i ordered online yeah. or you're giving me something that someone is giving me for free let's yeah. not knock on the door if you have a question for me if you knocked on my door and you have a question for me oh my god but if you're canvassing we, the neighborhood for the local city council Skip over this house. Yeah, get to step in. Um, get to step one, in. One final thought that I forgot about with the travel thing, but it's it's starting to solidify a theory that I have that m- people might not want to admit. Okay. The only the only straight men that like traveling are cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was um God what did they say It was like uh. It was at the Adam Adam Carolla used to say it back in the day. Like it would, they would say when you're in school, and uh, all the parents, you know, like, hey, we're the the kids are going to take a weekend trip to you know the mountains or whatever. Um, you know, who wants to volunteer to be a chaperone on this trip? And whoever sticks their hand up first, don't pick them because they're up to something you know what i mean like sure i'd love to go to stone mountain for the weekend if as a well-adjusted uh, adult person you should not want to babysit a group of children you should not have time to do that that should not be what you want to do unless you have damn dubious intentions sinister uh who, who knew that corolla was i mean well now i don't support him or ride for him at all whatsoever but I know this but, was this was like a long no, you know, but that's like love I mean, line shit back in the day love line so I, but the I, same kind of vibe it's like why do you want to travel so much? Why do you want to go so what bad? What I you, mean, what are you what are you trying to find on well, this trip? You just love pasta, dude. And that's <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? I just love I'm cheat I'm cheating on uh, Evan Funky at home by eating pasta <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> Babe, I can't like I can't eat this. Like Evan, I just it's weird like Bro, I went to I went to Funky on Friday night. Pia and Davide took uh, Carolyn and I It was Make a Wish Foundation for Foodies. <laughs> 
pulled the 8 p.m. reservation same day at Funky on a Friday night. It was who was in the building again? The Beatles. Ringo Ringo, Ringo Starr was in the fucking at Ringo Starr and Diane Keaton amongst other. That's other pretty. Folks. That's pretty heavy though. It's a it's a heavy room. I you're a little. I it's interesting to see you come around because you were a funky skeptic. I was never a funky skeptic. I always loved his food, but I just thought he didn't like me. <laughs> but I think he just doesn't. He just didn't care about me. Like the the, sure. the Don Draper elevator meme. Yeah. Um. But now we finally were able to have a little sit down chat at the end of you his and the shift. funk man were able to build. We had a shift drink together at the end of service. Okay, relax. All right, the bear are streaming now. <laughs> <laughs> but he he makes enough money to drink his uh, vodka out of a glass made out of glass instead of a plastic cup. So good for well, him. That's less hot, but at least he's rich. I know. I know um yeah man it was fucking delicious i got us it was it was cool because we got to have all the classics that he normally you know the fried squash blossoms and all those things but the squash blossoms this time they had caviar on them you know what i mean you know i'm anti-caviar caviar is a scam (laughs) it's a scam it tastes like nothing Oh, it does not taste like, it like salt. It's fine. Like it you tastes guys- like expensive, very good salt. Caviar does not belong in most situations. Caviar will ruin a dish many times. I was in an un- I was at an unnamed place this weekend with <laughs> with uh, Whitmer and Spanky. I got to I got to hang out and and chat with them. You, you did a skater date or three? It's way. my perfect op- thing because I can talk to Whitmer about like Hollywood shit. And I could talk to Spanky about skating shit, mm-hmm. and it was just really great for me. Mm-hmm. And Spanky and I had a nice long conversation about recovery, not not alcoholics anonymous, that too, but also physical recovery. <laughs> and what, how many surgeries he's had? He's like, bro, I, he's like, I peaked at nineteen. Like mm-hmm. I won the Tampa Am contest, I went pro, and I blew my knee out when I was nineteen. I'm like, that's insane, so insane. Yeah, I mean, because that's like. That's dwarfing a football player's career because yeah. normally they're like, yeah, you're done at 25. But he was he was saying that he now being a dad and skating and like hanging out all day is cool because he's like, I have to go. So like I'm like, I can't just sit around. <laughs> I have to go. I can't just sit around in the parking lot and chat with the homies for nine hours. I'm like, oh. I gotta be home at six. I gotta get this fucking trick. Like let's let's. I gotta move. Like I, I he's like, I have to spend. I have less time to dick around, so I feel like I, I, I like basically like yeah. get to it faster. I mean, I guess looking back now in, in the 20s and early 30s, we didn't really have anywhere to go. No, exactly. <laughs> literally, literally. He's like, yeah, bro, the babysitter's leaving. I got to fucking land this 360 flip or it's fucking, it's a problem, you know? Whereas we're like, I could, I could have another matcha. You want to do, <laughs> yeah, you want to no, go I'm walk good. around the mall? If you're good, I'm good. I mean... But so I was, we were at an undisclosed location uh-huh. having a great time. And I, I'm like, I get there and a member of the Chainsmokers mm. was having caviar. <laughs> and I was like. How was this? Was it just a standard potato chip and creme fraiche yeah, situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm just He like, wasn't doing bumps off of his hand or anything. And like at, that. This, at this particular establishment, which I've frequented for quite a long time, I've never seen anyone have caviar. <laughs> and that was just so funny. it's like the thing that's on the menu that nobody yeah ever i'm like orders. it's so funny to see a chain smoker in his fucking dunks having a negroni <laughs> with a with like a money guy on a friday having night groany in my dunk it was just so guy. sick i'm like dude you're it's so it must be so cool to be that i know rich. one of the smokers listens to this pod come on the pod it was sick smokers. i know i was like this guy's living the fucking dream like i'm sure he's talking about like an app he's working on but like <laughs> 
God bless. I'm sure he wasn't paying for that caviar. I'll say that. No, no, no. I, a friend of the show, Eric Andre, he's the new season of his show is out, and he, I saw a clip where they have the chain smokers come out, <laughs> and they, uh, they're, they're like arms are tied above their head, and they can't move, and then he, they open his mouth, each of the chain smokers, and they put like a pack of cigarettes <laughs> into his mouth and light them all, and then take their shoes off and then they're hanging above a little pit where there's like scorpions and spiders <laughs> <laughs> and they just have to smoke you know it's like it's like some type of uh north korean torture That's, or something like that honestly the chain smokers i love those they guys. play ball I, yeah i think it's cool that they play ball because i it would be very easy a lot of those kind of djs and you know this better than me i feel like they take themselves very seriously yeah, and the the Diplo chain smokers of like, hey man, <laughs> my life is good is the coolest mm-hmm. possible approach to living like that. I'm, I get paid a million dollars a month to get my dick sucked. <laughs> I I could take a joke. Actually, yeah, I started a tequila brand. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, don't I already have a tequila brand? Yeah, hold on. Wait. Oh no, I don't oh, know. That's a hard seltzer. My bad. <laughs> my my B my B. Um, but yeah, fun, funky funky delivered. It was. It was very good. The you know that summertime is here when the most memorable items were f- fresh fruit prepared like the nonas, you know? Okay. All the right. first the, melon of the season having with first some melon olive oil se- and some fennel pollen. This, this is this is too Italy pills. Ap- apricots with basil, burrata and olive oil. That was just ooh, just the strawberries. Leave your for fruit dessert. leave your fruit off my plate unless it's dessert. I don't don't mix cheese with fruit, not for me. I know it's a classic Italian delicacy. It's I'm a not goofy take. I'm not that pilled. I don't want it. What about melon with olive oil and fennel pollen? Sure. Just oof. I you mean, strip it all away. I'm sure you had that additional eight desserts that were chocolate facing. The the melon was like the first thing that came out. Oh, it was like an like at the beginning of the meal. Yeah, a palate cleanser. It amused my bushy. <laughs> But it was one of those meals where, like, you go to a place and this guy makes handmade pasta, the best, and like the pasta was, of course, good, but it was not even. Well, this goes back to my theory. Obviously, no one can do. No one's a better chef than God. Let's remember that. Okay, thank and, you. And second of all, it's because, as I've said before, in my as a as a dunce when it comes to food enjoying, mm. pasta pasta is pretty great kind of baseline quite good yeah so once it gets to insane territory mm-hmm. i think most people can't tell the difference i can tell the difference between fucking it's, it's, it becomes hair splitting at a certain moment yeah like i sure. can tell the difference between funky and fucking you know like a a place at the mall but like <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to tell the difference between like funky and massimo Right. Well, and I'm sure there's stylistic differences. Let in, me put it through a lens that you might be able to have more perspective on. You could maybe say the same thing about pasta that you say about maybe shoegaze music. Oh, 100%. 100%. To most folks, it's all pretty much sound. No, the we same. all decide what but we But you know the real difference. Like, I love this one and this one is garbage. And a normal, you know, play it for my mom and she's like, same shit, bro. Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, bro? Uh, well, this is slow dive. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> it's wine. It's pasta. It's all. It's everything. It's certain it is. things. It's, it's what we choose to be experts in, and like really. But I think that. But uh, but it, these are all things that you that people have a come to God moment with. There are people out there. If you are really, you like know, at, you're, you're you're lucky enough to have some of the world's best pasta in the world. You've had a moment that you see God. Your ratatouille moment. 
that you'll always be chasing because you know what it feels like. You had I had this triple stack Mitsubishi, or I had this blue. I was about Tesla. to say the only time I've seen God is <laughs> when the Oxycontin, the Soma, and the Xanax hit exactly right. Yeah, there's that. There's the perfect crossfade of like I had one and a half Miller lights and two hits of this sativa joint, and I feel so good. Sure. Or whatever you're always chasing that dragon, and I think with pasta, it was, it's a really fun thing to chase. But as as you get older. And when you're a young cook and a young chef and a young food lover, you always try to stand out and like have this is my individual thing. It's something that I created from scratch. It's my idea only. Give me all the credit. I innovated and invented and blah, blah, blah. And then when you get older, you realize that the more things that you strip away, it makes the food better, but it's a celebration of the food and less of you. Yes. Because all you did to deal with. But but it's also, you know, that's the tireless work that matters the most of like i'm really good at picking out the best cherries grown in the best places by the best people i picked at the perfect time at the right temperature there's there's a lot of work that goes into it square green market very early earlier than you just a little bit earlier just a little bit earlier the sun's not totally up but like that's kind of a moment where i just like listen to podcasts (laughs) and like think so let me wake up first before (laughs) i pick out my gooseberries i um I went to uh, Myo Detox this week because I was having some. Um, I'm having a weird like neck issue. I was feeling a lot of pain. Shorty got a neck thing too, and not a joke. And I went to uh, and I met this this woman that works there. I don't want to blow up her spot because it's tough to get an appointment. Mm-hmm. And I we had, don't gatekeep our Myo. I finally had one of my YouTube style experiences. You had a, you had a crack. What? Well, I thought it was just going to be classic muscle work, tissue work. It says myo detox, not cryo detox, exactly. right? So I was like, Cairo I, detox. I was like, okay, Sorry. this is this is nice. Like, all this is this is she's working it out. It feels good. And she's like, are you comfortable with adjustments, Daddy? Like, and I'm like, I've never been more comfortable with anything. I watch all these YouTube videos with people like you, and she's like, yeah, it's crazy. A lot of people come in here and say that that they like watch that. Sure. She's like, okay, just relax. I was like, ah. You know, did the whole thing like tricked me? You know, where they're like talking. And they crack you mid-sentence so you don't brace, uh-huh. you know? And, and the I count was, of 10, one, two, whoosh. Yeah, and I was like, but it was exactly the thing I wanted. There was some chiro- there was some chiropractic work. There was a lot of muscle stuff, some fascial scrape. It was everything. It was a mashup. It was a mashup, and I was like, this woman, she's like, yeah, I'm booked about a month and a half in advance. So I what? was like, I was like, really? She's like, yeah, it's just, she's like the boss at the West Hollywood one, I think. Um but I was just, and then she sent me because my neck is, I'm having some curvature issues. As mm. soon as we finish the appointment, I get an email with the link to this thing that will help me fix it in 30 days. And then mm. the full program of what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, you're, this is it. This is like it. No wonder you're booked up so far. Well, I, I sent Spanky her info because Spanky was like, it's, this is really interesting. I want to interview this guy. There's a former skater who does this for like the skate community. Specifically. He's a skate healer shaman. But he's basically just like, I know what you're trying to do specifically uh. so I can treat your body in the way that will like relate to skateboarding, uh-huh. which is like so interesting and like smart as a business idea. Your, your body can trust my hands. I well, know it, I've been down these roads yeah. that you've been down before. It's like, bro, you, you got to stick to curbs for now. We can get the double set in three months after <laughs> I kind of get some stuff going. As as your doctor, I can't recommend the Embarcadero three stair. <laughs> I'm. Just, I mean, I wish I could. 
I, I know you're about to go on a trip, but we need to kind of look at the spots and decide like what. If I Ledges. see you on the barracks live feed, <laughs> don't bother showing up to your next. I know they have a skate park at Baker, but if I see you fucking on that, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have problems. Yeah, we're gonna. Just, I know Andrew Reynolds likes to go live, and I'll see you. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> I got eyes everywhere, young man. <laughs> yeah, but I had a great. I had a really. And then I was like, damn, it's it's crazy. There's nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's many things like that in New York, but I asked her to, to kind of prescribe mm-hmm. someone for me because it's just nothing compares to that level of treatment. Like no massage, no, like when it's all encompassing like that, well, there's cupping. What I want to know, yeah, acupuncture, the list goes on. What I want to know, if if this is such uh, an interest of yours and it's been a dream for so long, <laughs> Why haven't you just gone to a straight up chiropractor and just have it just because do they a don't whole do, thing? Because that's the thing. I want the combo. And all the guys on Instagram mm. and YouTube do the co- a lot of them do the combo where it's like Well, why haven't you found a combo person sooner then? You know what, Jason? Are you scared? Is it edging? Maybe dig I, deep. I just think it I I, I Are you afraid that you might not want not like it as much as you thought you were going to? Oh I, no, there's no question that I would love it. <laughs> okay. I don't know why actually. That's like what happens every time Radiohead puts out a new album. I'm like, I don't want to listen. What is <laughs> here, this? here we go. No, I is love this gonna this. be the one these guys are fucking geniuses. <laughs> I, I love scores. You know what I mean? Like not no the strip wrong. club, the the kind of thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, I don't know why, but I'm I'm locked the fuck in now. I'll never go back. Okay, good. You're a new man now that you cracked open. I'm cracked wide open. Let's see if it does anything to your mental. Probably not. Uh, okay. Yeah, Chris went to Maya. They did. It. They cracked his neck. He wants to have kids now. It's so weird. <laughs> it's it's different. He feels different. <laughs> um. All right. What do we got here? Yeah, we're gonna be coming to Toronto. We're gonna have some merch in, in Toronto as well. That's yeah. We're doing a little. We're doing a collab with my my OG Avi and Better Gift Shop. We're gonna do. We're doing a hat and a, and a shirt. We'll do a little event at the store on the on the twenty seventh the night before kickback. before the show. How much is he gonna pay me to DJ? That's uh that's an unpaid opportunity. What's the wine program? I think it's a Modelo program. Actually, you number, like that number one beer in America right now? I know. I heard that. Hell yeah, bro. It's so sick that build that wall shit didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank, for Canada. Yeah, uh, so 27th, 28th in Toronto. And then we off, hit... Uh, off to London. Off off to London. We're going to announce... Wait, no, for, well, first we have our show at the Carlisle. Then there's still... I'd rather not talk about that. And then we in, have... Sorry. Yeah, then we're going to London, the 100 Club. We're, we're, we're going to announce the guests soon uh, for the 4th. It's sold out. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. On the 5th, friend of the show, Raven Smith, is joining us. There's a few mm-hmm. tickets left to that one. Go buy those mm-hmm. if you want to hear Raven make fun of us. Um, and uh, call look, me a bell end. He'll he'll look good. He'll wear some of his loafers. Oh, you know, yeah. three tall kings. Hopefully, he gets his haircut before. I love when he gets. I love his haircut content. Oh, because he he'll do a blonde. You know. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he'll do. He'll go. So blonde. he has fun with it. He has fun with it. He goes Moses Sumney mode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Summoning the Sumney. I can't wait till the Idol episode four. Uh, yeah, so yeah, night two in London, uh, Copenhagen. That'll be announced in a little while. Um, and then I think we might be doing something in Denver around the <laughs> podcast movement conference. Yeah, we're going to be at the conference with these dorks that really care about this. And I honestly can't wait because the last time we did like a podcast industry thing, mm-hmm. it was Jason and I 
making fun of advertising to a room full of people that didn't know who we were and didn't think it was funny. Who, whose entire reason for buying a ticket to that <laughs> yeah. was, it was to, like to learn about how to make money. And uh, we're like, I don't know. We just, they kind of hit us and we just do it. But I think this will be different. I think they, now that we're a little more established, I think they kind of want to have a little bit of a friars roast okay. style. That's great. Athletic greens. No, no, no. AG one. This is your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I snorted it once. It didn't really work. <laughs> You know, just fun no, stuff but like I, that. I'm excited to, I, you know, we Denver sucked and I believe it to be a beautiful place. And I think Boulder is even a more beautiful place. Mm -hmm. So I think going in like late August when it's like prime time, I feel like we'll actually get a better. And also the unfortunate truth that we all don't want to say, but it is true is just like when you when when you spend more money, it's just more fun and better story of my life when you when we're eating at snarfs when snarfs we're, was when we're, flames when we're, unfortunately eating lunch at snarfs and having one eye on the bag of chips and the other one on our car so a <laughs> fucking crackhead doesn't take a shit on the hood of it it's less enjoyable but when we go and yeah yeah i'm sure we'll go to some schmoozy hip restaurant and yeah. drink whatever we want and have a fun time It'll hanging out better. with some industry big wigs that's what i'm about to do right go now. go back to our nice hotel I could go have eggs. Smart list mode. I could go have eggs somewhere, but I'm going to Sunset Tower with Ryan O'Call to have those eggs, and they're going to taste better. Good for you. I'm going to have a smoothie, and I'm going to go to Orange County and uh, celebrate my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Happy Much birthday. Love. Happy birthday, Karen. I love spending time with you at, at Jason's wedding, and I hope you have many more years of uh, excitement with your sons. And before I do that... I'm going to do something that I thought I would never say out loud. I'm going to How to Dress Well's Baby Shower. How long on? Dot com is the website. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. Have a blessed week. Uh, if you're Emma Klein, please don't cancel us again. See you later. in a scene and she says do you love me and he says so will it's me I love you like Billy and